If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's also tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to subscribe to My Ugly Truth Podcast. Did you know that on Spotify you can listen to all of your favorite music and now you can listen to podcasts in one place for free? You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, especially the one that you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to while offline wherever you are. And you can share what you're listening to your friends on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for My Ugly Truth Podcast on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. Hi, Angie. It's so nice to hear your familiar voice. (laughs) Yeah, most people just hear my voice. I don't put my face on camera very often. I like to keep the focus off of myself and just let people focus entirely on my voice and the message, you know, not me. My first name's Carrie Lee. Yeah, I have two YouTube channels. Uh, One I just started just last year uh, called Basic Bitch Tarot. And my sister channel is called Soma Chandra Libra, which I started in the middle of December of 2019. And it's a third of the size of Basic Bitch Tarot now already. So I have just two projects going. I've been reading tarot off and on since my early 20s, but it was just something I did on the side and I never really charged money for it. And I was actually very, I was very shy about it. I didn't talk about it with other people um, because I was worried, you know, what people would think of me. And um, I knew from a very early age that I had intuitive abilities, but I didn't really know what that meant. And I didn't know what I was experiencing. I thought I was just like everyone else, you know, spirit and the universe whispers to us. And sometimes we don't realize that we're intuitive. We don't realize that we're psychic. We think that our brains work like everyone else's. So I just didn't know I was any different, but I knew from a very early age that I was a a human walking lie detector. I always know when someone's lying, always. None of you can lie to me. Don't even bother. I always (laughs) what's lying and I always know when they're telling the truth and I wouldn't always know what the truth was or why they were lying but I always knew when someone was being dishonest or just not being authentic 100% even before I was 10 having like claircognizance where I would just see an entire storyline unfold in my mind and I would know what the truth really was or 
what was really happening. I didn't realize I was actually reading people's thoughts. And that doesn't happen to me frequently, but it does happen. And so I just sort of went through life. And, you know, I have three kids and my boys are teenagers. And I have a 13-year-old daughter who is also psychic and highly intuitive. My child has good Lord, she's got more psychic abilities in her index finger than I have in my whole body to the point where it's frightening. Oh, wow. And I'm trying to train her and teach her. But so I just sort of went through life. And then I would say about, I think this happens for a lot of psychics that are female, we start to go through pre-menopause or we start to have some things change in our body hormonally. Mm -hmm. And that created a shift inside my body in my endocrine system, my lymphatic system, in my hormones, and in my brain. And I went into remission for a mental health disorder that, you know, I'd had chronic depression and anxiety pretty much most of my life. And I finally went into remission for it. And once I learned how to meditate and meditation changed my life and I became vegan and that changed my life, my brain started to open up. And then I started to notice that I had much more clear abilities. I could smell things. I could taste things. I could see things. I could hear things. I would have clear audience. I would hear music. I would see flashes of things. I started to have these dreams. And it actually really scared me. I, I actually went to a doctor, a psychiatrist that I'd seen off and on. And I said, I think I might be schizophrenic. And he actually giggled at me. He's like, I don't think you're schizophrenic. I'm like, no, really, I think there might be something really wrong with me. And I was afraid. And I've heard other psychics say this too, that they're like, I think I'm going crazy for crying out loud. I thought I was kind of going crazy. He was like, okay. And he took me seriously. And he did a battery of just basic baseline tests. And he said, Carrie Lee, you're not crazy. And I finally opened up to him and told him what was going on. And he was very open and receptive. And he said, well, would you do a tarot reading for me? And so I said, okay. And I did a reading for my doctor and I made him cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. And it was one of those moments where it was very affirming for me. And so these things started happen happening to me after I went through these hormonal changes. And I'm not menopausal yet. I'm only 45. But I started to have these things change in my body and in my brain. And that just on it was a series of events. And then I went through a traumatic emotional experience. I went through two traumatic experiences at the and very close personal relationships, a family member, and then a person I was close to back to back. And it was mm. that unlocked things for me. And I started to delve back into my tarot studies. And I don't even know how or why it happened. I just started to work at it again more. And I decided I'm going to just start a YouTube channel and just share my gifts. And I was clueless. I did not know that there was a world of tarot like on YouTube. I did right. not even that this family existed. And I didn't even have a name for my channel. I just started reading for other zodiac signs. When was this? What year? This was, um, I started my channel Easter of 2019. Basic Bitch Tarot hasn't even been around for a year, and I have over 6,000 subscribers already, which actually isn't a lot. That's not a lot, but um, I'm proud. It, it, the way I found you was you were catching my energy, like a good 9 out of 10 of the readings that I was watching for Gemini. Obviously, she's done. she knows what she's doing because she's catching my energy every time. 
And then I always leave comments on your stuff, give you a feedback. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask her because she's so good at picking up my energy. Like, I want to show everybody who basic bitch tarot is. <laughs> I had no idea that doing this was going to change my life, Angie. Like, really? my, and my, my own psychic, who I will mention and give a shout out to because he's a world-renowned psychic now, Nicholas Ashbow. Last year, I'm so proud of him. He was written up in Cosmopolitan and Cosmo Italia. He's excellent. He's the most graceful, dignified psychic and, and medium I've ever seen. And he's who reads for me personally. He did a reading for me last year and he said, you are absolutely going to completely 100% change career paths. You're going to become a light worker and a healer. You're going to walk away wow. from what you're doing now. You're going to completely devote your life to being an oracle and a messenger of the divine. And I laughed in his face. I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. This is nuts. No, 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 no. I'm just reading for all Zodiac signs on the weekend. And he's like, nope, you're going to become a healer. You're going to work with your hands. You're going to teach wow. other people meditate. This is what you're going to do. And I was like, you're crazy. You are apt. I was like, you're on crack. That's There's no way that's going to happen. And I'll be damned. And I just didn't believe it. And it's true. I did. I walked away completely from a chosen career path. I mm -hmm. turned my whole life upside down and decided to dedicate my entire life to being a messenger of the divine. This is what I do. I am with God. I am with universe. My job is to deliver messages to all of you. Whoever it's needs amazing. it. It's scary, too. I bet it is. Definitely yeah. can be hard to put yourself out there. Like, especially with the name that you came up with, your, your YouTube channel. Like, how many people actually get on to you about that? I think. Um, Not as much as you would think. I mean, I don't quite know how I came up with it. It, I was joking around with friends and I'm always saying to myself, I'm such a basic bitch. I'm just a basic bitch. I'm a mom. I'm a white 45-year-old woman and lives on the coast of the Carolinas. I'm just a basic bitch. And I went, oh, my God, that's it. That and then... I was like, the marketing behind this is superb and I'll be damned. It works like a charm. People like it more than they dislike it. They're like, you had me at basic bitch. <laughs> right. I saw your name and I was like, I want to see what, you know, what kind of vibe this reader has. I have over six placements of Libra in my chart and people think that that makes me or would make a Libra. We are very charming and we're excellent diplomats and lawyers and excellent counselors. We're arguably one of the most intuitive signs, but we are also, Libra has a job in the Zodiac. We're the only sign that's not represented by an animal or a person. We're represented by a symbol, the scales. We are judgment. We are justice. Libra is an idea. We are judge and jury of the Zodiac. So for me, my main archetype is warrior and I'm a Libra. So it's kind of off with your heads. I'm an, and I'm an alpha and I have a lot of divine masculine so I'm like, listen, motherfuckers, I swear I use that as a shock tactic and it really works. And I guess there are times when I think I should be more gentle when I am reading for someone in person. I am more gentle. I do healing and light work. More and personal, I help people. Yeah. Yes. And, and all that. But for the channel, it's like there's thousands of tarot readers on YouTube. How can I catch someone's attention? This is my business after all. So yeah, I'm Libra rising. So I'm all up in my head. I'm all air element. My yes. readers, a reader told me that it's a Libra thing to do for having this podcast and wanting to help the collective. Yes. So I was like, oh, that's a Libra thing to do. Yes. We're like, we're the interior de designers and we're artists and we're highly creative. Libra is highly creative one of the most creative signs for sure i mean we're the empress the empress is the mom and the interior decorator and the 
beauty beautician of the Zodiac. And I am a beautician. I'm a cosmetologist and I'm a mixed media artist. Go figure, right? Right. <laughs> okay, so your sun is Libra. What's your moon and rising? So I have, I'm all Libra, but my moon is in Cancer and my big planets, Neptune and Jupiter are in Sagittarius and my Pluto is in Gemini. So basically all of the planets lined up in Libra at the moment of my birth. And I'm like all Libra all the time, but my big planets being in Sagittarius, I love that. You know, that's where Soma Chandra Libra came from. It was my what, sister project for those three signs. And that's what, just taken on a life of its own. People give Capricorn such a bad rap. They can be very difficult people and have a hard time in relationships. But I always say, look, without Capricorn, we would all just float off the planet. Like if you left air signs in charge of everything, it would just be we'd be unicorns running through the field. It's fun. I think that sometimes, you know, I'll be doing a reading and I, I, won't, I can't always hear the story as strongly as I do other times. And I think I'm getting this wrong. This isn't resonating. I'm unsure of myself. And I hear the voice in my head, deliver the message, just deliver the message. And then it's the messages that I am most doubtful of that people reach out to me personally and go, oh, my God, not only did that resonate, it felt like a personal reading. You gave me advice right. and I took the advice and it changed the course of events. See, and I'm like, OK, it, you have to just let go and believe in yourself and mm -hmm. trust what you're hearing and trust what you're doing. And if your heart is pure and you have good intentions, and I didn't always start out with the best of intentions. I, mm -hmm. I started out reading tarot because I wanted to know how and why an ex dumped me. And right. it just evolved. Every It evolves every day. The messages get deeper and deeper. I learn more and more and more. And having a collective of people you know, I was just doing personal readings for people one on one. Now I meditate on a collective of about almost 10,000 people total and feeling that energy is um, overwhelming, yeah, yeah. humbling and empowering. And I wish you could all see yourselves the way the universe sees us. They mm -hmm. the universe that we're all a part of loves us very much and it doesn't view us the way we view ourselves here on earth. Focus on the now. You have to dive really deeply into yourself and who you are and have a lot of balance in other parts of your life in order to keep your body opened and unlocked. The most profound way that reading tarot for so long has affected me is it's change the way I have relationships with all people. So my relationship with myself, my relationship with my family, romantic relationships in particular, because the majority, I would say 95% of the readings I do are love messages, have gone through a lot of emotions doing these kinds of readings. There are times when I get angry, I get frustrated, I think about stopping. And I just realize it's just been this sort of I can barely describe it. I have a real understanding now of what romantic love is versus what in unconditional love is. And I'm in the middle of it all as a messenger thinking, my God, what is my role in this? What am I meant to help people do? Yeah, I think I'm meant to help my clients learn to love themselves yes. more than they love someone else and to understand the difference between romantic love, which is a selfish love, 
and unconditional love. And it's not that romantic love is bad or wrong. It's not. It's limited in that it's about us. It's not about the other person. It's about us. It's a me, 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 me feeling. And I've had all these, you know, I went through all these different stages. There was a time when I was like, I'm never doing love messages ever again. And I realized I won't have a job if I don't do that. (laughs) But human beings care about two things, Angie, love and money. That's what we care about. And I had to stop judging because I was judging human beings. I had to be learn how to be more constructive. I had to just sort of find my way and figure out what I meant to do and what I meant to help people do, which is to see the truth and to have clarity and peace of mind so that they can understand. And the more of these messages I deliver, the more it teaches me how to love. It helps me continue to teach other people how to have better boundaries, how to have healthier relationships, how to look for red flags. You're guiding us to the path of self-care, self-love. Yes. I I have a saying, God is not Burger King, okay? The universe is not going (laughs) to drop her panties and give it to you. Manifest is a verb. You cannot just wish for something good to happen in your life. People message me and they say, tell me when new love is going to manifest. I need good news. And I say, I want to give you good news. It's up to you to make that happen. So let's talk about ways you can manifest into your life. Mm -hmm. And that started this whole other journey for me. And then I was like, okay, now I have to get some certifications or some training and counseling because I'm not a clinical psychologist. And I know that meditation changed my life. I want to teach other people how to meditate. And that led me to taking courses on how to teach people how to meditate. And then Reiki happened. Oh, gosh, I just went to my first healing session the other day. And what did you think? Oh, my God, I thought it was everything she was saying about my chakras was very correct. I'm trying to tap into what she was saying. I had blockage. She opened my third eye and I have faith. I don't know how else to just tap into that. I think the best way to tap into your third eye is actually a combination of calm meditation, any kind. There's no wrong way to meditate. We have expectations of meditation. And the first thing I tell people is the first thing you need to do is drop your expectations of meditation and what Mm -hmm. it's supposed to feel like when you're doing it and what is going to happen during meditation to drop your expectations. Because when you still your mind, You create space for your brain to think about all the things that your activities during the day push out. Right, because I'm always in my head. So like meditating for me was very difficult. But I actually like about a month ago, finally meditated to the point where I felt and saw a difference. And I thought it was a 10 minute meditation and I was 40 minutes in and I was like, yes, That's so wonderful. Yeah. And I had weird, I had like a cooling sensation in my solar plexus. And it's funny because the healer said that that was my strongest chakra was who I am to the world and how I stand for myself. And I'm like, yes, that is so me. So yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree with that. At first it was very hard to quiet this, uh, air element mind but I agree I love that it's so important to find your life purpose I think that like once I realized this was my life purpose I something I ask all my clients is what would you do every day if no one paid you to do it what makes your heart sing you know that's um sort of your pathway to the divine that's when we become the star in the major arcana when we find our sense of purpose and it's very singular energy and when people said do what you love it's not work and I was like that's bullshit and and now getting a real job on the corporate world I'd be like it would be working for a paycheck because I now know what passion is and work and I wouldn't want anything less than that 
Yes, I agree. It's crazy. I agree. I never thought that was true. And I never, I myself never believed that I would live with a deck of tarot cards in my hand. I never become my life and become, you know, tarot is a skeletal plot. And when we flesh it out with details can mean different things to for different people. And I study the tarot the way a Christian will study the Holy Bible or a Muslim person will study the Quran. I never stop studying the cards. I never stop digging into the meanings of them and seeing how they look in real life. I'll have these aha moments where like, for instance, the other day, a new meaning for the three of pentacles came out for me. And the Three of Pentacles is about teamwork and it's about collaboration. It's usually about working really well in a group environment. In a love message, sometimes it can mean you're dating more than one person or, you know, that you work well with a person. You Mm -hmm. have to cooperate with them. But one of the messages of the Three of Pentacles is recognition and reward. It's a young man carving a sculpture and a priest and an architect are noticing him do it very early on. In the beginning stage of a cycle, he is noticed for his skills. I've always known this meaning of the card, but I was using it in a twin flame reading and I was meditating and I was looking at it and it was actions for a person. And I went, oh, my gosh, they're trying to get someone's attention. They want their attention. And it's not that I never knew that the card meant that before. It was like. I see you saw now. it different. That's why you should never, I once, don't doubt yourself. Just keep studying. Keep at it. Keep at it. Don't stop. Don't ever stop. Like, I'll never stop studying tarot like I'm a student. I'll always be a student because right. those little moments happen. It's like a Three of Pentacles moment. I was like, oh my gosh, he's trying to get her attention. He wants her to notice him. And I never saw it that way before. You just have to keep at it and you keep having to look at what's happening in the 3D right in front of you and your own life experiences and what other people tell you. I read all my comments, every single comment I get. I stay up all night like an idiot reading all of my comments, all of the stories that people tell me, and then I connect it back to the reading and I see what the cards mean for those people. Yeah, like going back to what you were saying when you were like questioning yourself if this message that you're saying is going to resonate with anyone when you were I think it was a the divine masculine and divine feminine you were like you know there's something here that the divine feminine did that yes divine feminine did something last week thing and she let out some truth and I was like emoji sticking my hand up that was me I spoke some truth on the karmic I'm sorry but I'm not sorry (laughs) Angie so many people reached out to me About last week's message for that, I was like, I remember I dropped all the cards and I was like, what did she do? God damn, what happened here? Did she call him out? Did it happen online? Did it happen out in the world? And I was like, yeah, it was verbalized on my podcast. I I did it. I aired all the dirty laundry. I I thought so. It happened very publicly. I'm like, this happened online. Publicly, this happened out in front of people. She embarrassed him. And she heard him, but she was mad. And then I think this week that when I looked at this week, I'm like, oh, she regrets it a little bit, I think. Yeah, it was was the heat of a moment, but it was like, I'm so tired of being behind no secrets. And and I want I wanted everybody to know what him and his karmic were like. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, the karmic found out about the episode I made and she, you know, she had her two cents, but it is what it is. So when you like like that, that that right there, when you were saying she said something publicly and it really hurt the masculine. I was like, yeah, that that's that's messages for me. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a people. Lot. 
I'm surprised by how much I've always been fascinated by this idea of a divinely supported partner versus a partner that's probably like we call it a karmic or not supported by the divine or just not what's best for that person. And so I started doing the twin flame readings and I thought, how can these really resonate with people? They're for all zodiac signs, but I meditate for a good, oh gosh, five to 15 minutes on the twin flames or people that are in the situation, all zodiac signs and I'm in the twin flame connection in my, and my collectives and I listen and I listen and I listen and I listen. And then when it's time to touch the cards, I touch the cards and then the stories come out and I'm blown away by the response that a general all zodiac sign message gets mm -hmm. and how much it's resonating and what that should tell us all is that we're not alone in our experiences. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I told, it's so crazy. Um, I, every time I look at like divine masculine or feminine like readings that are coming up at that, let's just say today, all the ones that I, I thrive to that I follow, they're kind of the same titles. Like they're kind of going through similar things. And I'm like, are we all going through the same thing? Yeah, I think we are like, or at least something around it or about to happen or just happened. But are you in a divine partnership? I am not. Right now, my love life is pretty dry. So. What would you like me to do a reading about? Anything that you feel like you, intuitive that you should do. It doesn't that you can go with anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I'm using my sun and moon tarot deck. Let's talk about just trying to clear my mind here. Well, let's see. Ah, okay. The tarot has decided for me the eight of cups. Let's mm. talk about this. This is something that I guess uh, universe wants us to talk about. The Eight of Cups is about disappointment, withdrawal, escapism, and abandonment, where we abandon situations emotionally. And if you think about cups in the tarot are emotions, and we go from the ace to the ten. And eight is two places away from ten. So... Eight cups is an awful lot to walk away from, don't you think? Yes, and it's so funny. You brought the eight of cups in because that's exactly what I'm going through. <laughs> so what the eight of cups really means for me is um, I have to shuffle eight times now. That's one of the ways I know how many times to shuffle is uh, they tell me with through the number of the cards and eights are about change and movement my I'm an infinity baby I was born on the eighth of the month it's the number of infinity and yep um eight is actually my least favorite number I've had to make my peace with it because it just goes in circles on and on and on and never ending it has no oh, beginning God, no yeah. end and so I think that um it's eight of cups is about abandonment issues and I it's one of those moments my my saying about the eight of cups is I can't even watch me walk away watch my fat ass walk away from <laughs> all of these cups and eight of cups can mean we leave the we leave something behind that no longer serves us um, mm -hmm. or it can mean that we must withdraw usually I see the eight of cups comes come out when someone's an escape artist because they just cannot face so many emotions the sad part about it is that there's only one person on the card that's an awful lot of cups for just one person to deal with and I think that we have eight of cups abandonment moments where we feel like we're all alone in a situation and we have no one there to help us deal with it so yeah 
we're just dealing with these moments all alone. I think it's so much about abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. See what else Tara has to say. Uh, Spirit, why is the Eight of Cups here? This is about someone or people, you know, walking away from emotions. Why do we do this? And I'm just letting them jump here. Queen of Pentacles in reverse. Ten of Swords in reverse. Justice in reverse. Okay, so this looks like, oh, and judgment in reverse. This looks like divorces. Oh, I'm hearing really strong messages. This is when we have a hard time accepting an inevitable painful ending. And, mm. you know, Queen of Pentacles is an earth sign, a Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, but it's also a married woman, a married, you know, person. Justice is about court and the law and weighing your odds. So when the justice is in the upright, things go well. If justice is in the reverse, it means that things are going to go slowly or you might want to lawyer up or something like that. But this is just a general message just about like why people walk away. Um, and then judgment is in reverse right now at the bottom of the deck. So what I'm seeing here is I think that what Spirit's trying to tell us to talk about is that people have a hard time facing an inevitable painful ending, but that we do get past things. But justice in reverse is about being single and alone and learning major life lessons. But it's also the blame game. We justice in reverse is when we blame each other for something and we will mm -hmm. not take accountability on our own. I think emotional abandonment and withdrawal comes from, you know, getting out of balance and being not being able to be independent. I think in relationships, it, we're so codependent. Mm -hmm. We have a hard time balancing romantic love with the rest of our life. And that makes us out of balance. It makes us justice in reverse. And we have a lacking in accountability and we blame others. And um, but it's a moment where we learn lessons from the past. Judgment in reverse as well is, you know, Judgment is about a death and a rebirth, and it's the second to the last card before the end of the major arcana cycle. And judgment is an inner calling, an absolution, a choice, being at a crossroads. And it's really about knowing that you're completely ready to leave the past behind and move forward mm -hmm. to ascension and mm -hmm. not doubt yourself and hear that inner calling from the divine and from deep within, I think people, and also the queen of pentacles in reverse is also a person that needs to take care of themselves. Princess of cups, which is a young, immature energy is coming out. It's really sweet, but um, it's a curiosity and a possibility. We need to stay more open to possibilities. I think we step out of queen mode and we go right into page of cups mode. The Four of Pentacles in reverse came out as well, which is um, telling me that, you know, sometimes we do have to kind of start over and let go of the past and not hold on to past patterns and not um, yeah. be such a miser. I think what I'm seeing here is um, they just seem to let fear commitment in general. And that's why these Eight of Cups moments happen that we're largely just uh, afraid. And the Queen of Pentacles energy is a lot. You know, this is a person that has to take a very practical approach. She is nurturing and caring and practical, but she is a provider for everyone and is often a working parent. And I think that that all gets overwhelming and so heavy, mm -hmm. you know, 
so heavy. I think people struggle with that and ultimately they just yeah. and have a hard time tolerating the pain. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, everything that you were saying, it, it resonates for sure. And this Princess of Cups is like a recaptured youth, you know, and um, and having uh, I think we're often in a state of apology and in need of more playfulness. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. I need, I need more, I need more fun. I need more play. I need more of a social life. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Do you want to talk about the podcast or anything? Yeah. So I guess uh, as in like uh, future wise. Sure. Yeah. We can see where, how this is looking for towards the summer or the end of 2020, a future, I guess, future of what my other two podcasts can become or how I'm helping the collective. Okay. Wow, this looks really good. Spirit, show me just a little bit more for Angie. You're going to talk about heartbreak a lot on the show. Yes. <laughs> and the moon. You're going to talk about three of swords and the moon moment. So first of all, what I see for you for the podcast is the king of wands, the eight of wands, and the two of pentacles. This is about an entrepreneurial person. The king of wands has grand visions, and he's a natural-born leader, confident, experienced, passionate person that takes the lead and he's like the head of marketing in his own life. It's very much an entrepreneurial striking out on your own. Eight of Wands is delivering messages to people, which is great. Uh, the Two of Pentacles tells me you will have to juggle it with other things. And it's a moment of this and that and this and that and change. You're going to have to have, you'll have multiple priorities, Angie. You're oh, I have four jobs right now. I know. Okay, you're already there. You're the juggler. You're the juggler for sure. Yes. It's a Libra energy for me. You're going to have to make be very adaptable and very flexible to keep this going. Yes. Um, and it will happen very quickly too. Eight of uh, wands is alignment and sending messages out. It's Cupid's arrow and it's fast-paced change and movement. So hold on to your seat. You know, because the King of Wands and the Eight of Wands energy is very strong. You will juggle it. And I I think what you'll talk about is that the Three of Swords and the Moon, Three of Swords is about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you'll talk about the heart chakra and how to deal with pain a lot. And the moon is here, which is illusion and fear and anxiety, your subconscious mind, your dreams, your intuition, the vagueness and the instability that we live with, insecurities and misconceptions we live with, things not being all they appear to be, how we sometimes love in a very blind way. It also mm-hmm. tells me that you're nervous and uncertain about the future of the podcast as well. Like it's yeah. you strain to see it in the moonlight. This, I'm seeing the sun, the chariot, and the seven of pentacles for you in my mind. I don't always need the tarot cards. I can see tarot cards in my mind. So what the what they're meaning for me in regards to your podcast is make sure you have a very clear vision of what you want and keep it positive and fun and warm. And it also means success and vitality. The sun is a person or a situation that is a breath of fresh air. And you have this fun, light, like Gemini, Libra, fun, <laughs> sweet, cute vibe going. Going on. It feels really great. Keep yeah. an open mind. Be optimistic. The advice of the sun is always to stay warm and positive. Make sure you're very careful about your marketing. And for me, the sun is always about marketing and being open. It's about exposure. How much exposure are you getting? And the chariot is about really being accountable 
for all of your actions. And it, the chariot is a very strong energy to control. It's a chariot for crying out loud. You have right. to have a, like a lot of willpower, a lot of willpower and a lot of determination and a lot of control over where you're going. And you must take action. It's a card of action. It's a card of doing. It's a card of going. Do you travel for work at all or are you in your car a lot? I'm in my car a lot at, for the podcast. Yes, I did this year. And yeah, but yeah, I spent a lot of time in my car. Sometimes when I get a chair, as when I see or get the chariot, I, I always ask people about their travel, what their vehicle is like and all that, because it can quite literally mean a chariot. But it, what it also means is that you're really going to have to not fall asleep at the wheel or this can get out of control for you. You have to be determined. Mm-hmm. You have to be very determined to act. And then I did see the seven of pentacles, but I saw it in reverse. And this is not bad. You have to be willing to be patient. The seven of pentacles is about taking a long-term view and getting sustainable results and be willing to make an investment and persevere. So in the reverse, it's taking not having as long-term of a view or perhaps working in like, let's have a three-month in- increment or a three-month goal or a six-month goal versus yes. a it's Wait, funny I, you say that, you know, I've, I've had a conference with marketing company. They're like, where do you see this vision the next one or two years? I'm like, I, not only am I a Gemini, I am just making it sure I have another episode that I can talk about next week. Yeah, yeah. the seven of pentacles in reverse is we're just Indian, Indiana Jonesing the whole thing. <laughs> Like we're just making this up as I'm we go. Winging it. <laughs> and it's not winging. It is not bad. It's not bad at all. It's just like right now I see that you're just trying to control the direction it's going in and you don't have a long-term plan yet. No, I don't. Accurate. I need to work on I that. <laughs> oh, maybe I, people are like, Oh, is that bad? I'm like, if you think it is, mm. you know, like for instance, like you asked me if I have a divine partner. I don't, I have, I have a special friend. <laughs> I have a good friend for you. Time with. We're just friends. I'm not happy about it, you know. So good for you. Yeah, we're we're casually dating. This makes me happy. So right now, we don't have a long term plan, and we are just absolutely fine with that. It's just That's fun. Good. Like, the point I'm making is that the Seven of Pentacles is a great card. It's just it's like. You have to consider limited success and reward versus long-term success and reward. But the most important thing, I think, is to keep that chariot card. I saw it in the upright, which is keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't fall asleep in the driver's seat. And the sun is exposure, 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 as in marketing, as in your social media presence, as Mm -hmm. in what your website looks like. This is your Twitter feed, your Instagram, your headshots, your it's what people see in the cold light of day about who you are. This is the whole world is going to see you and to keep it warm and to keep it fun and to be that be the sun, which is a breath of fresh air. But for me, the sun in regards to a career reading is always positive and it's always about exposure. I like that. Okay. I like that. I want an Oracle message for you. I already know what deck I want to use. I have to find it. What deck are you using? Um, your your guides want me to use um, the Halloween Oracle deck to get an <laughs> overall energy for you. Okay. Spirit, show me Angie and the sign of Gemini. Give me an overall energy that she's in right now. What does she need to see in regards to love? Show me Angie. Show me the ugly truth. <laughs> oh, scary. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to know the ugly truth. No, I do. Of course. Interesting. Oh, God. 
Okay, so um, Blind Spots and Zombie came out for you. Mm. So Skull of Darkness is Blind Spots. So this is what Skull of Darkness and Blind Spots is about. We may not appreciate or like certain aspects of ourselves, and yet sometimes our greatest treasures lie within these areas. How many times have you heard of famous art of famous artists or people extremely successful in their fields being bullied for being so different? Yet it is their very differences from others that make them so powerful. Additionally, all of us at some stage in life have certain blind spots that may cause us grief or trouble. Although we cannot see the issue clearly. It is the repeated patterns of pain that may alert us to them, symptoms, if you will. For example, the same things keep happening over and over again. We may be repeatedly betrayed, fail at something repeatedly, not complete tasks continuously. Peace and pattern breaking can be achieved by doing the work in uncovering our blind spots or even consulting trusted close friends or professionals to assist us to see what we cannot. What spirit's telling you is, and we all have blind spots. So if what you need to look for is behavior patterns within mm. yourself in relationships, does something, do you keep getting betrayed over and over again? Are you failing at something over and over again? Are you not getting to the world or a closure? Are you, those are your blind spots, but those are the things, those are the greatest treasures because you might feel ashamed of those aspects, but if you can look at them clearly, they will reveal to you things about yourself that you didn't know before. And it's a humbling moment. Zombie tells me that you want to bring something back from the dead and you're desperate to control it and you can't. And it's making you fucking crazy. <laughs> yes. And oh, we all have this. So the message is it's wanting to bring something back to life. Should the zombie step unsteadily into your life, it's time to look at the concept of control. Do you want to control everything, leaving little to free expression? So it's this idea of zombieism where we want to bring something back to life and we really want to control the way it's all put together. Or conversely, we let other people do that. To us, we let people, you know what the zombie maneuver is in dating? What? Where someone will ghost you and not talk to you for a while and then they come back into your life and they're like, hey, what's up? Oh and they gosh. don't and they don't even address what happened. And you're like, dude, you just dropped off the planet and now you're going to, hey, what's up me? Are you kidding me? Wow. It's, that's what the zombie maneuver is. So we allow people to do that to us. That's another message of it is being zombied and having people want to come back in and just start over without examining. Like nothing the, happened. Yeah. Like got, nothing um, happened. Yeah. My, my divine masculine ghosted me a month before my wedding. God this damn. He likes to come in and out of my life. Zombie is perfect example. Um, Angie, tell me, tell me how many times you want me to shuffle the deck. And do you want a deck with color or do you want a deck that's black or white? You can pick a deck with color that's all black or all white. You tell me color what. Color and eight times. Okay. You want Sal Beadora's bougie deck. Do you know who Sal is from Eat, Read, Love? Oh, my God. Yes. I actually just. Oh, my God. Yes. He just did a reading for Gemini and I just showed my girlfriend this morning. I was like, you've got to watch this. Yes. Is I love Sal. Not, is he not so. Like, he's so delightful. He's so oh, no. sweet. I was like, he's is so he ever angry? angry? I love his vibe. Yes, he's so sweet. So I have his bougie deck. Oh, 
and I'm going to use that for you. It is very colorful. It's very you. It's bougie. I don't know why, but I was like, she she wants the bougie deck. I have to show me where to stop the tower. You're the tower, Angie. Okay, so, you know, that's a card that's meant to be in the upright. You've had a tower moment or there's sudden change, upheaval, chaos, a revelation, and an awakening. Let the tower fall. Mm-hmm. Okay, why is the tower here? Five of coins, and it made you feel left out in the cold. Yes. Okay, oh, so yeah. shuffle eight times. Did it leave you financially strapped as well? He ruined my credit, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. What's at the bottom of the deck for you? Six of cups, and you're being very nostalgic reminiscing about the good times, revisiting the past. It's innocent. It's joyful. It's also a card of soulmates. It's also a card that suggests needing to get out of relationship cycles that are immature and move Mm -hmm. into a mature cycle. Show me Angie's thoughts right now. How does she see herself in the situation? Strength in reverse. You're feeling very low energy. You're having Mm -hmm. a very hard time taming your raw pride and emotion with Mm -hmm. strength here, the card of Leo, Um, worried about losing self-control, worried about being impulsive, having a very hard time having strength of character and taking the lead and being strong. You're having a lot of self-doubt, too, and feelings Mm -hmm. of inadequacy, lots of raw emotion, lots of pride, feeling like you can't face a situation at the moment, because if you do... The beast will come out. Yes. <laughs> and judgment is in reverse. Judgment. In, yes. Judgment in reverse here tells me. Well, judgment comes in reverse a lot. Um, having a pretty strong inner critic right now. Self-doubt. Having a hard time listening to your own inner judgment. Not quite at a crossroads where you're absolutely ready to move on. But at the same time. When it comes to rebirth, you're like, hell no. So it's like both at the same time. How does Angie feel about a person in her life? We will see if someone new comes in. How does Angie feel? Okay. Oh, my. (laughs) The chariot in reverse. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, let me get uh, just a few more cards out. I want to see what your feelings are. Two of wands in reverse. Interesting. Nine of Wands. Okay. So the chariot is the card of cancer. Yeah. And um, in reverse, it's like you have you feel pretty powerless in this situation towards love or a specific person right now. If there's a specific person in focus, you feel like you have no control over where it's going. You really lack direction. You're feeling kind of powerless, like you have no control over how you're yes. feeling sometimes. And you have no idea where the relationship is going emotionally. It's like you're not, it's like we fall asleep at the wheel. We're not going anywhere, but we're not out of the car. So, and the four of wands in reverse tells me you're working on inner harmony and you're in a place of transition. And the two of wands tells me that emotionally you're trying to divest at this point. You're not standing there trying to figure out a way to plan for the future with someone. You're working more on personal goals. You don't have much of an emotional plan. You fear the unknown as well and yeah. kind of holding on to the past. But you are going in for inner alignment. 
Um, Nine of Wands tells me it ain't over till the fat lady sings, though. You are still in the game of life. I always say about the Nine of Wands, love is a battlefield and you are a wounded warrior. And you're being emotionally, you're resilient and you are trying to be courageous and persistent. And when it comes to a specific person or love in general, you're like, okay, this has been a real test of faith. And I have got to have better boundaries because this shit is wearing me down. It's wearing me down. Like I'll deal with a person or I'll deal with a love life, but I'm all banged up and I have to make it to the end of this life. And I have to have really good boundaries. And you're a little paranoid, I guess, or not paranoid. Um, you're kind of walled off. I mean, what does a wounded warrior do on their way back to base camp? They put up all their stabs, all nine stabs, and they sort of hide behind them for a minute there. Mm-hmm. It's a defensive tactic. It's like, I'm still in this with you. I'll deal with all of you people or this situation, but FYI, I'm wounded and right. I have to have really good boundaries right now. And I have no plan Let's see how you view a person, a specific person in focus. But I think you're beating yourself up like, God damn it, I made the wrong judgment call. The judgment in reverse is an inner critic. It's a moment where we go, I should have known. You see your person as seven of wands, which is, but it could also, judgment in reverse can also be a moment that blows our mind that we didn't see coming. Two of pentacles in reverse. How else does Angie see her person? Four of swords in reverse, ten of cups. So you see him as sort of pushing you off and trying to defend himself against you as if he's being attacked. He's very defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, whoa, the seven of wands is a moment where we feel very caught off guard and we have to defend ourselves. We're caught very off guard and we have to defend ourselves. The two of pentacles in reverse is a moment where we drop all the balls. We can't juggle anymore. We realize we're overcommitted, we're disorganized and we have to reprioritize. Is that me or um, him? That's him. This is your opinion of him. This is how you view him. This isn't how necessarily who he is. It's how you view him. You view him as the four of swords in reverse, which is not listening to other people telling him that he might be making the wrong choice. Um, The four of swords is a moment where we stress out really quickly and it's never as bad as we think it is. But there's a stagnation between the two of you and he's sort of rejoining the world after recuperating possibly and being quiet for a while. You also see him as the of cups, which is either someone that you had a lot of emotion for or you had a lot of emotional stability with. It's also possible that you're seeing him in a serious committed relationship now. Okay, what action do you want to take towards him? King of cups, but the Hereford in reverse. So the king of cups holds very still and he's like, look, I'm emotionally balanced. I'm compassionate. I will be diplomatic with you, but I will not chase you. I will not gush over you. I have a kingdom for to run for crying out loud. Yes. But, you, but you lead with the heart. You're throwing a king energy here. But the Hereford reverse tells me you might not have entirely learned your lesson with this person yet. Or you're oh, still in a, or you're in a place where you're like, what is the lesson? Like, what was I meant to learn here? But you're looking more at your own personal beliefs and you're kind of marching to the beat of your own drum at this point. Yeah. Uh, the devil is here which means you feel very bound to this guy. Like 
bound to him. Yeah. Well, you almost married him and death. Beautiful. That means you're going through the death process with him. Yes. Going through a death process. And I like that death is in the upright, which means you're not in denial. We all no. get the devil and death. So let's see. Um, how does he view himself in regards to you? Ace of Swords in reverse. He is, his judgment's very clouded. He doesn't have a breakthrough. He can't be honest. He can't communicate. Ten of cups, he, that you guys had love for one another. Six of coins in reverse. There's an unpaid debt between the two of you, and there was a lack of equal give and take. How does he feel about Angie now? Ace of cups, he does, he does care about you. But King of Swords in reverse, he feels like he's lost the intellectual upper hand. He's a air sign, yes? Yes, yep. He blew his top. He was angry or he did not make the smartest decision. Page of coins in reverse. He procrastinates. I think mm -hmm. he's trying to learn from failure, but this is a procrastination. If he has any money or belongings of yours, he's procrastinating, giving them back to you. He does have emotion for you. He cares about you. You, but the Ace of Cups is an ace. It's the base quality. Yes, he has love for you, but he is not being the smartest. The King of Swords in reverse is someone that can't handle the truth, that can be play devil's advocate, can misuse power, can play mind games with us, mm -hmm. um, is cold, cold, angry, cut off. Yes. Uh, detached person. Um, wow. And and uh, like I said, worst case scenario, he plays he'll play head games with you. Yes. And it's a person that can have anger issues. They don't like it when they intellectually lose the upper hand. Yes. Um, they can't be honest. And the page of pentacles in reverse is I procrastinate. How does he view Angie? He views you as the six of cups. He's nostalgic about you. So he sees you as the six of cups. He sees you as a person. He sees you as impatient, too, as impatient with him. This, this does not mean it's how you are or who right. you are. This is his interpretation of it. And he sees you as the three of wands. He sees you as having foresight and wanting progress and planning for the future and having opportunities, possibly other opportunities, far-reaching opportunities. Did you guys have, like, a holiday romance or a distance relationship at all? Yeah, when, um... Right, okay. So, yeah, he sees you as at a distance. He also thinks you're watching him from afar and waiting. <laughs> so the action he wants to take towards you is the Page of Swords in reverse and the World in reverse, which tells me this person... <laughs> but the three of coins, this guy can't talk to you. He doesn't want to hear it. And he doesn't want to talk about it. He has problems with communication, either mm -hmm. blocked communication or bad with communication. The world in reverse tells me he has communication problems. Oh, yeah. And probably doesn't make the best choices in relationships. It's a delayed success. It's a stagnation, unable to complete something. Um, unable to move on as well. The three of coins tells me he does do things to get your attention. Oh, yes, he does. It's so funny you said that. I was just, yeah. Yeah, remember I was just telling you earlier today how I was realizing there's a deeper meaning to the three of coins? Yes. Oh, my God. the deeper meaning. It's that... Um, he wants you to watch. He wants you to acknowledge him and reward him for something. <laughs> so...
let's see if any new love is going to come into your life and what the next six months are going to look like for you. Prince of Cups. Well, you're really going to pour your heart into something, Angie. King of Wands. That's your career. There's the chariot again. That card keeps wanting to come out for you. (laughs) This is all about finding your life purpose having grand long-term visions and taking a fiery alpha lead in your own life, taking your life by the reins and pouring your heart into something. I'm telling you, I think you're going to travel too. Yeah. I've actually um, had a reader tell me that too. Four of cups in reverse. You're going to eventually stop moping and refusing all other offers. You're going to stop being fickle. You're going to realize that life is passing you by. Mm -hmm. I could say that I'm in that now. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to you're going to stop doing that. You're going to be like this. I'm stagnant. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. Life is passing me by. I'm not going to sit here and wallow and mope about this. Mm -hmm. The hangman in reverse tells me that you'll go. You're going to have to confront change. The next six months are going to be a month of confronting change and dealing with and embracing um, situations that you don't have any control over. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be a month uh, or a uh, half of the next six months will be a time period of dealing with some stagnation and some disinterest, allowing yourself to come down from hangman mode, confronting change, embracing the uncertainty of some things in your life and realizing some things just aren't in your control. Right. Five of Pentacles tells me and what the great thing about a reading like this is, is that you can keep these things from happening. OK, right, right. So Five of Pentacles tells me that you will out of the ashes, the phoenix will rise, the Scorpio death in reverse and eight of wands. That's the second card of travel here. Some things will change for you, I think, um, between October and November. You're going to have some swift changes come into your life. You're going to go through some kind of a transformation. Oh, I feel like I've been transforming for years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um, justice in reverse tells me in a positive way, what's going to happen for you is you are going to learn some major life lessons about balance and independence. Tell me, well, what will love look like? Now, remember, this is just what will happen if you sleepwalk through your life. Right, right. Nine of Pentacles, baby. So do you know the saying of um, Basic Bitch Tarot? <laughs> what? Our, our coined phrase, uh, one of our collective members came up with it. The Nine of Pentacles is my spirit animal. Money never hurt me. Self-sufficiency never hurt me. It's called gain on this deck. Um, Self-worth never hurt me. Money never hurt me. Self-worth never hurt me. Let's see. The Wheel of Fortune. That's really great. The Mm -hmm. the Nine of Pentacles and the Three of Pentacles tells me that you might do some collaborations and you're going to do a lot of learning and a lot of implementation. It's going to involve teamwork and you are going to get attention. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do well in that way. Nine of Pentacles tells me that's abundant luxury. That's self-sufficiency. It's financial independence. Eight of Cups is here telling me you're going to walk away from things that no longer serve you. You're right. going to walk away from those things, you know, like, nope, I'm done. If it's not serving me, I'm going to walk away from it. Um mm-hmm. You might date more than one person. You might meet a person in a dating circle. Um, this person could be a Sagittarius or a Capricorn, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
queen of swords is here, but she's in reverse. So for the next six months, I want you to make sure that you have really good boundaries with people mm-hmm. and you directly communicate and have and focus on independence a little bit more. The queen of swords flips into the reverse when we're passive aggressive in our communication and we think that we don't realize it. I'm queen of swords in reverse all the time. It's where we're not incredibly clear about exactly what we want with a person. Like we, our intentions aren't a hundred percent clear. Make sure that you have really good boundaries and that you're really good at direct communication. I suspect leading up to the nine of pentacles moment, you might go through a phase of anger where like you'll cut out anyone that is not direct with you and you can't and is not honest like she's not bad and the queen of swords in reverse is is just she's a little overly emotional when she gets pissed off but it's a moment where we're (laughs) it's a moment where we're like no 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 i am the nine of pentacles baby okay i i know my worth and if you don't know my worth it's off with your heads do you see this yeah sometimes we feel like we need to do that yep yep and um, Eight of Cups tells me you're going to walk away from stuff. As far as relationships goes, I see the Wheel of Fortune and the Hair Offense. So a Taurus might come into your life. Okay. Um, or you might have a moment where you meet someone quite by fate. So it's possible that something could happen soon. When the Wheel of Fortune comes, it's so up to fate. But that means good luck and karma and destiny and a turning point focus on what's most important to you and that is what will manifest because if you focus on the negative you will get negative if you focus on positive you will have expansion so i'm seeing sagittarius i'm seeing taurus here possibly um but the the hierophant is about the system and spiritual wisdom and conformity and tradition and the institution and making an investment in yourself honestly when i see most of these cards i see a person but making strong investments in the self i like that all right yeah no thank you thank you i like that i really resonated with this uh reading that you did so thank you if you want um we can close it out and if you want to give uh, your youtube name and um you know any social media or website or email whatever um and then i'll put that all in the bio as well absolutely so my two youtube channels uh, are called basic bitch tarot where i read for all zodiac signs weekly and um, my secondary channel is Soma Chandra Libra, where I do exclusively love messages for Libra, Sagittarius, and Cancer every 72 hours. I can be reached by email at bbasic323 at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook page that's the Basic Bitch Tarot Facebook page, and I can be found on Instagram, Basic Bitch Tarot. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode and taking the time to do this call and do that reading. Thank you. I know we went over an hour, but so thank you. I appreciate you so much. Great. Thank you so much, Angie. I wish you the best of luck, my dear, with the ugly truth. (laughs) Yes, I know. 